Welcome. My name is Penny Rosema. You are listening to Two Views International, and we are podcasting this morning with Laurie Guest. One of our goals is to keep the negotiation conversation going. In this podcast, Lori's going to share her negotiation expertise. Now, I met Lori through National Speakers Association. She is a certified speaking professional. And I've heard Lori speak on a number of occasions. And it's, Lori, it's difficult to describe. If I was going to use a sentence, Lori is, how would you complete that sentence? What a great way to introduce. I would say Lori is a Midwest farmer's daughter with a big heart and a smart aleck personality. That's how I would define me. <laughs> <laughs> great. That is great. Well, welcome this morning, Lori. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. One of the topics that we cover in the negotiation conversation with Two Views, we often talk about a wish list. And if I was defining it to you briefly, when I speak to audiences, I talk about how important it is to have this wish list for both yourself and your counterpart. And it would include all of the items that you would love to have in your contract or or the final deal of whatever you're negotiating. And then to also kind of transfer yourself over to your counterpart and have a wish list in their items, what you think is of value to them. Is that familiar with, uh, you know, your subjects and when you talk about negotiations? Um, yes. I've never used the term wish list, but the concept is definitely there. So mine, I call a pick list. So mm. it's the same idea. Things we can pick from for each side uh, to want to have the deal, to make the deal desirable. Now, when you're working with audiences uh, and you talk about the pick list, how, how have you seen it work successfully? What, what is it? How do you talk to them about how to use it? For the people who are going to use the pick list, what I start with is giving them a template of 100 options that I've developed that is specific to our industry, the speaking industry. So certainly the listeners to your podcast, it wouldn't apply to them, but I would recommend that they start with a master list, as many ideas as they can possibly come up with that would fit. Now, obviously, when we go to do the contract negotiation, we will use just a fraction of those options, but at least we have them all out of our head and down onto paper. And the reason I say that is because sometimes, I know it sounds silly, but we might forget something that we can offer. So for example, on the list, I'm looking at it right now, number eight is moderate a panel. And you and I are both capable of moderating a panel, but I might completely forget to put that into my contract negotiation if my client would see it as a value because I haven't done one in a couple years. I can do it doesn't mean that it's at the top of my mind. Does that make sense? Right. So you have that list ready to go and then you can pick from it as you would call it. Exactly. That's a list of items that you have to offer. Do you ever think about having a list for your counterpart? I actually hadn't thought of that until I heard you talking about it earlier. I thought, hmm, I've never done it that way. I guess the pick list from the client comes during the sales call. So I take very detailed notes. I ask really good open-ended questions to elicit that information from them. So I definitely take it into consideration 
uh, what they want as I am creating my proposal, but I've never created a master list of what they most often want. It never occurred to me. I think it's an excellent idea. I'll probably hang up and start on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when we're talking about it from a buyer, because I speak in front of audiences that are, you know, buyers, uh, corporate buyers, anything mm-hmm. from capital equipment to you know, chemicals or whatever that the commodity might be. And um, what we talk about, I think you cover under your master, your pick list, because it's things that you could offer. The only thing we do, you know, by professional buyers that I've worked with have done is thought about what's the priority for them, what would be most valuable to them as we go Mm -hmm. down through through what we're offering. how did you create this list and how would you recommend for people in other industries to create their pick list? Is it a one-time sit-down? When I first sit started down? doing this, yeah, this whole process that I do, I, I've coined it uh, sweet spot pricing. I have a whole system how I do it. And when I was doing it for myself, I didn't have a pick list. I just had it in my head and I knew, oh, well, this offering would match and this would be good or this would entice them to go to the higher level or whatever. And then all of a sudden, about five years ago, speakers started asking me if I would teach them how I do this. And I would teach them and then they would come back and say, but I don't know what to put. I keep talking about the bullets, you know, package one has three to four bullets. And then, you know, I kept calling bullets, meaning entries in your proposal. And I noticed they kept coming back going, I don't know what to put here. Mine's blank. I don't have. And so that's how the pick list came to be is I provided, you know, 10 or 11 examples to the speaker of what I do. And then they would write back and say, well, what about this and this? And, and I was, my response was, well, these are great ideas. I don't offer those things, but you do. So that's fantastic. And then I realized that if I would start accumulating these suggestions, and then I actually went out and picked 12 of my closest speaker friends who have really successful businesses, and I said, just brainstorm with me for a few minutes. What are all the possible things that a speaker could offer a client? And that's how I made the pick list. So even my own 100 list, I would not choose everything on the list. It's, it's generic so that everybody in our industry can benefit from it. So for those listening who are not speakers, the same thing applies. Gather with like-minded people and just brainstorm. What are all the things you could do? Doesn't mean that you necessarily want to do them or that you would put them in every proposal. It's interesting. You're, I, you had a couple of points that I, I want to pull back to. And the first one was brainstorming, um, working with people that are in your industry and getting this um, brainstorming together to create a bigger list so you're not leaving anything on the table that you um, could overlook. We refer to that as negotiation buddies. I often talk about... Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> when you, you, you're getting down... <laughs> often I've with some speaker friends, what we find they do is they give the farm away right away. They, they, oh yes, I'll do it for whatever you'll pay me. Uh, uh-huh. And we encourage them. Um, the same thing happens in the in the uh, professional buyers working with commodities or capital equipment. If you need something really bad, being very afraid to stop and challenge, you know, um, your counterpart before you accept a deal. And we often refer to going back to a negotiation buddy. That's what I heard you say when you talked about meeting with your like-minded professionals. Yes. It's important because 
we just need to process, especially anybody listening who's an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, you may not be surrounded by a team of people to process with. And so just having like-minded people where you can say, does this make sense? And, and you can take their honest feedback. It really creates a lot of growth in our business when we do that. The other thing I heard you say just a moment ago it reminds me of American Pickers and what they call bundling. Where, you know, you have one item and they're not willing to come down on the price for whatever they're purchasing, but they'll look for a couple other three items. They'll bundle them all together, which ends up making a great deal for both sides. And um, that sounds like with your sweet spot pricing that you can kind of come to those bundling options. Have I got that right? Yes, it's similar to that. Mm-hmm. So I want to remind guests I'm uh, speaking with, Lori Guest. And if you'd like more information about her, her uh, speaking platform and some of the information that she has, she can be reached at LoriGuest.com. Lori, will you spell that out? Because there's a lot of different varieties of how you spell Lori. There sure is. My first name is L-A-U-R-I-E. And then the second half is Guest, G-U-E-S-T. So it's LoriGuest.com. I'd like to kind of wrap up our conversation this morning, Lori. Do you have any, like, bottom line words of advice when you're talking about um, creating their own pick list or, you know, taking a reference to some of the items that they happen to be a professional speaker? Um, Any words of advice on creating that? Well, I definitely think that as you're creating the list, putting everything into categories so it becomes easier when it's time to pull from them. In other words, on mine, we've got um, consultation or program support options. And then there might be 20 things underneath it that fall into what I would consider a consultation-type service. And then the next category is video, Internet, media-based, online learning ideas, and all of those are grouped together. When I first did my pick list, it was just random. It was how it occurred to me, and I typed it out, 1 through 10 or 1 through 20, uh, a stream of consciousness. And that's not helpful when you're really trying to turn these proposals around quickly. It is much easier to have them grouped by like things so that you can pull from the pick list quicker. The other thing, Penny, I wanted to add is that if anybody listening is interested in the pick list or all of the speaker materials I have, even though they are not speakers, they may find it helpful to just look at what I'm referring to as a pick list. Oh, that's um, I excellent. have a place where they can go to do that. All right. Do you mind sharing that now? Of course. They can go to unlockthegoodies.com. That's U-N-L-O-C-K-T-H-E, and then goodies is spelled G O O. D-I-E-S, and they'll see a screen pop up where they can put in a password. And the password for this is NSA, all caps, that stands for National Speakers Association, Um, but they can use that password. And what they'll find there is all my free resources for entrepreneurs that want to speak to earn money or possibly speak to promote a service. So I was thinking as we were talking, maybe some of your listeners don't want to speak for a living, but they might need to speak or negotiate in order to close deals. And Mm -hmm. there might be a lot of helpful material for them there. It's all free. I, I don't uh, charge. I don't speak. Uh, what do I want to say? I don't uh, coach speakers. So all of this comes without any risk of me selling to them. So if they want those resources, they're there. And that includes the pick list that we're talking about, specific to our industry of speaking. Right. And is that pick list called the sweet spot pricing? 
it is part of the sweet spot that they'll see a Word document that actually, or a PDF that actually says pick list. Okay. So easy okay. to find. Mm -hmm. All right. Then um, I'm going to repeat that. Unlockthegoodies.com. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Password. That's correct. N like national, S-A like Speakers mm -hmm. Association, and those resources are free. Boy, Lori, that's just been a wealth of information. I can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate having a conversation with you today. Well, I'm happy to help. I hope it uh, helps people make better contracts and close more deals. Well, we're looking forward to it, and have a great day. Listeners, you're listening to Lori Guest. She's at LoriGuest.com. This is the Two Views International podcast. Uh, you'll see that we have the links to Lori Guest website posted with this on the bottom of the screen. So feel free to click in and connect with her and uh, have, have a great day. Thanks, Lori. You're welcome.